Welcome to the Goot Psyche Podcast. I am your host, Sam Goot Rogers, where I will guide you on a journey to personal freedom through an exploration of yourself. If you haven't yet, make sure you smash that subscribe button so you're always up to date with new podcast episodes. I'd appreciate it a ton. Thank you so much for joining me here. I'm so excited to have you today, Goot Psyche Nation, and I'm very, very happy to share this episode with you today. And I'm very excited to see how you like it and if you know hope that you find it informative and engaging today we'll be discussing the importance of empathy and how it can be used to improve our relationships in the world around us we're going to be exploring different ways to develop empathy and how to use it in our everyday lives you know I want you to engage with this episode, so please take the time to listen, reflect, and share your thoughts and experiences in the comments, in my DMs. I would love to hear from you. Let's start the conversation and make a difference together. So last week, we talked about being a people pleaser. Now, I really want to talk about this before we go into the episode because You know, I talked about how we as people pleasers, you know, lie to everyone about who we really are to please others first before ourselves. You know, this is really disempowering to act like others want us to behave without, you know, a sense of self-awareness. And so this is the first step to, you know, being a good person. But please, 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 Before continuing on to this episode, go back to the last episode and listen, because today, again, is the second step. It's contradicting the last episode. And without listening to the last episode, first, you will confuse yourself. You know, as we are talking about the power of empathy and getting caught up in the ego with self-centeredness and self-absorption, it's, it's just what prevents us from being able to read people properly. So understand the awareness you must have when being self-centered. So please go back to the last episode to know more about this. Now, to continue, empathy, right? Being empathetic is an important part of being a good human being, a good human being. You know, we are open um, in our lives with a lot of different engaging conversations. So we're often actually in a position of needing to know what is happening in the minds of other people and whose thoughts and feelings we don't have access to. Now, the way we can penetrate the minds of other people is through understanding and nurturing a more empathetic mindset. So first, we must put ourselves aside and forget our ingrained way of seeing things and dissolve our habitual narcissism. So we're trying to have the excessive focus on others in this type of empathetic mindset. So this requires a great understanding of other people. You know, this is obviously going to take some time if you don't know how to engage with others, but you always have wanted to, you know, you've always wanted to create better relationships and new connections and kind of put yourself out there in the world, but you don't really know how to, right? The enemy focus is actually one on ourselves, but not entirely, okay? And 
this is where we're kind of con- contradicting from the last episode. You know, we use the knowledge of ourselves, right, and our habitual behavior to compare, basically. We're analyzing our own hearts. And so the most likely scenario in this is that a stranger will actually be like ourselves in most of the areas where it counts. When, when we're trying to work out what others want to eat, you know, what they want to hear or why they are upset, the best move is to bring ego into the picture because our experience is relevant. And despite, you know, the gender or the different skin color, the, the degree of wealth or the geographic origins, it doesn't matter, right? What we're often faced with is someone who is first and foremost a human like you and me. So try to get out of your mind a little bit on that. You know, kind of just turn the dial a little bit and realize that you're both human. You know, you both think and act in some sort of similar way through your emotions and feelings, right? So what, what goes wrong in many attempts to read other people isn't that we're too focused on ourselves, but that we aren't bringing enough of our own experience to bear onto someone else's thoughts and feelings. And so we actually tend to displease others and actually end up misreading them because we actually forget to apply our sense of what we want to feel, what we want to, what we desire or, or worry about to a given situation. So we imagine others are more <laughs> alien, I could say, than they actually are. And so we're, we're catering to them accordingly, assuming that our knowledge of what we want to hear, what we want to buy or to feel or even to say wouldn't be relevant. You know, this comes up in many of your lives with someone, you know, you just met who you are interested in, let's say, you know, we often let others decide, you know, where we want to go eat or what we want to go do because we don't want to offend them. But there is such little evidence (laughs) that like what we know goes on in our heads also is showing up in the minds of others. So here's the thing. It's going to require a leap of faith from us to dare and to imagine that despite how, you know, the grown-up world, we could say, you know, now that, you know, you were 20, 30 or so, this grown-up world has just portrayed it being painfully dishonest and and uncertain. You know, it's going to require a leap of faith to change our mindset about this because this is what's been put on us to believe that everything out there in the world is just not true. And it's, it's just like a place where you aren't safe and the people around you are not actually being nice to you. And everyone you meet is a stranger and you shouldn't talk to strangers. You know, this is this dishonest and uncertain world we've kind of engaged ourselves with and and to believed because of what others believe, right? But the most direction we can get is not from assuming through others, 
but to reach and expand within ourselves. So let's talk about a few things. Let's talk about a few examples here. So instead of, you know, wondering what, uh, let's say you're on a first date, let's say instead of like, you know, wondering what the opposite person wants to talk about and, you know, getting all caught up in your head because you don't know what they want to talk about and if it's going to be, you know, fun, engaging, and they're, they're going to judge you because of what you're going to bring up, just <laughs> what do you want to talk about? You know, what? let's, let's think of some ideas, right? Let, like what is recently exciting in your life that you can engage them with? Or what is something that you're really happy about that's going on in your life? Your family, your other friends, you know, are there your friends doing something really cool? You know, what is something that you can actually enjoy talking about with someone? You know, you might have to start out with the fucking weather. I, I, if that's how you have to do it to kind of build your confidence up, to be able to actually start to engage some people with different types of conversations and trying to tweak their system to really understand how their conversational style is, it's going to, you know, take a little talking, you know, come on, just talk about the weather for a second. You know, it's a shitty day because, you know, the weather is, you know, cloudy or whatever, but it doesn't matter. The thing is, you're, you're trying to, what you want to do is just to engage someone with what you want to talk about, right? It's like, how would you like the ice being broken when connecting with someone new? How would you like to be broken the ice into, <laughs> if that makes sense, right? So it's like, because often what happens is that the same way you would like the ice being broken to is going to be the same for others. You know, when we talk about how do you break the ice with someone, some stranger, some new person, someone we have interest in, it's like, what would we have interest in together, you know, you, you can kind of think about it like that because, again, you know, we're, we're trying to reach and, and expand within ourselves to understand others. But the thing is, to know others, we have to also know ourselves. But we have to know ourselves first, right? This is what I talked about on the previous episode. So, like, this is another example, right? Let's talk about maybe, you know, sexual interests with your partner. You don't know what they like because you haven't talked about it. You know, you could just assume that they like it because, you know, maybe you like it, but ask them, you know, you have to actually engage in the conversation. You can't just start, you know, playing around with these different ideas be, that you've seen that you want to do, but isn't actually going to be fun for the other person, you know? So you've got to start to engage yourself, but also the other person as well. Right, and this 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 comes up not not obviously sexual stuff, but when I'm talking about being a server, um, this comes up in my life, you know, with trying to anticipate others' uh, emotions and feelings, and, and trying to just be empathetic with others. Right, this happens all the time when I'm a server. I try to you know I go up to the table and I can just kind of tell right off the bat what kind of state of being they're in right away. I can see if they're having a good day, if they're having a bad day, if they're just, you know, going with the flow and they're just like chilling or if they really just want to get up, go eat and leave, you know, kind of thing. And so this is a really, really awesome position that I'm in and I'm very grateful to have it because I can really start to 
engage my empathetic skills and try to seek out what others are actually feeling, right? So the thing is about empathy is that it allows us just to understand the perspective of others so we can see the world through their eyes to understand their emotions and experiences through relating with our own, right? So if someone is saying, you know, this this food is really bad, honestly, like I don't really like the flavor, the, the steak's undercooked, you know, put your... um like basically put yourself in their shoes, right? So how would you feel if your steak was undercooked or if, if it was overcooked? You know, don't be too scared to be assertive and just actually ask what you're thinking about. You know, it, it's not going to hurt someone else because say me as a server, I'm going to be like, okay, should I actually talk to this person and say, you know, you can actually have a new steak or not care at all and just let them go on with their evening and just have a really terrible time, you know, like not enjoy the meal and end up getting, giving their fucking steak to the dogs at home, you know? So it's like, what would you like to feel as well? Put yourself in their shoes. Are you going to enjoy your evening after getting a new steak or are you going to enjoy your evening with not getting a new steak the way that you asked for it, you know? So again, it's just, you know, anticipating type of things. It's, it's understanding other people's emotions. And this is a part of it. So one way we, we can be empathetic is by using an empathetic assertion statement, okay? So these are statements where we're expressing understanding and validation of these feelings and experiences others are expressing to you, okay? It's, it's like a way to show support without necessarily agreeing with their perspective or actions. And it's, it's, it's not really feeling sorry for them. It's just understanding their emotions. And I did this multiple, multiple times, like I did this wrong is what I'm saying in my life. And I've had to learn the proper way of being empathetic and and having those empathetic assertion statements in my tool belt. One example I can give you is with my ex-girlfriend. Her and I were talking about... I don't even know what the topic was about. It was just about general things that we're trying to communicate about to seeing, you know, if we're a good fit for each other type of thing. And, you know, I don't know how the conversation came up, but basically she wanted to know how I was thinking about her. And and I was saying that, I said a really bad thing. And I said that she thinks about and does everything the wrong way. Like everything that she does is wrong in my eyes, you know? And that was super wrong of me to say because I wasn't being empathetic with her by validating her feelings and seeing that, you know, she is only used to this type of thinking and acting because that's how she's grown up. That's her experiences. That's what she's used to. And so me, you know, working on my personal growth journey, I put these views, how others should think, act, and believe 
and I, I, I put it on her to also do that. And the thing is, whenever I experienced her not doing that, I assumed it was wrong. And I said, you know, no, that's why I said, yeah, everything that you're actually thinking about and the way that you, you act and the way you think about things is just totally invalid. It's wrong. Like what, <laughs> in what regard do I have to say that she's wrong? You know, like it's not anything to do with why I think it's wrong. It's more of like, I, th I'm putting my, my objective feelings that this is how you have to go about life. You know, everyone has their own way of going about life, but it's really just about finding a way to show support again, without necessarily agreeing. And so that's the thing. I was disagreeing, you know, and that wasn't showing empathy at all. It was not feeling sorry for them. It was just saying that, you know, you're wrong. Like that is just really immature of me for, to say. And so it's, it's a thing that I've worked on and I had to start to understand their, their emotions of others. And now in my, in this example, it was my ex-girlfriend. But here, let's say, let, let, let me give you an example. This might happen a lot in your life, right? A friend is just upset about a breakup, you know? And so an empathetic assertion may be, I can understand why you're hurt and alone right now. You know, saying something like that, it validates their feelings without trying to fix it or solve their problems. It just lets them know they're being heard. And people want to be heard more than they want to have their, their uh, problems be solved. And this is the thing, like ask yourself, how many times throughout your life do you feel like you've actually been heard and truly, truly listened to where someone is just totally focusing on your situation and validating your feelings just to make sure that you are the person that we need to care for right now and just make sure that they can feel better about their situation that they're going through instead of trying to solve it, instead of just trying to throw ideas at them, just let them be heard. Like, think about that. Whenever have you ever felt that? It's probably not a lot because not people, not a lot of people actually know how to be empathetic unless you're kind of a natural, naturally an empathetic person, which is a really awesome thing. Uh, but Basically, so these, these empathetic assertion statements, right, we're, we're using them to, to, to create like a supportive environment, right? And so it's a skill. Again, we have to cultivate and expand on this skill. And as we do, we learn to foster deeper connections with others. And so it gives us tools in our tool belt to navigate difficult conversations and conflicts in a more constructive way. That is being mindful of others' feelings, thoughts, and emotions. It's just very important to note that empathetic assertions, just they should be used with caution, to be honest, as they just can easily be misinterpreted as well. So just keep that in mind. But it's going to take some failure and trial and error type of thing because you're really, you have to now, now that you know about this and you're, you're, seeing what it can be like to use it, try it in your own life. But this is the thing. Yes, they can be easily, uh, easily misinterpreted, but it's just important to 
be genuine and to really put intention behind these conversations we're having with people. And so there, there are ways to, you know, obviously create meaningful relationships. So have that intention of being genuine and meaningful for that other person that you're, you're talking to. So just make sure that, you know, basically you're not going to be overusing these statements because then people will start to think that you're just, I don't know, it's a, it's a different thing where you just, you're saying something over and over, you know how that goes. It's like not, it's like, you're not actually being genuine. You're just trying to listen and just get the conversation over with. That's what they're thinking. But you know, these statements, no matter what will allow us to create a more compassionate world by empowering each other to, to validate all of our feelings and emotions and experiences. This is the glue for human connection. Empathy and empathetic assertion statements are the glue for human connection. It can take you from being isolated to having a genuine connection. And in reality, that's what all of us want, is to be heard, to be validated, and to have a genuine connection with someone. And that starts with empathy. Understanding others' minds will always, 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 always be a hurdle. Just try not to stress and make it harder than it needs to. Just, just don't forget that the clearest guide to secrets of like, understanding humans is from the most unexpected source, ourselves. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Um, I really hope you got something out of it. If you did, write a review, leave a comment. I would love it. And it helps the show more than you know, and to reach out to and find the people that need to hear it. So be a good person and try to help others as well. I would love it. And they would love it too. So uh, before we part ways, just remember, you're here for a reason. So love yourself and the dear neighbor without distinction. If I know you, I love you. If I don't, I love you too.